Hi there. Thanks for joining me for episode 15 of Gravity, the digital marketing agency podcast. I'm Bob Gentle and every week I'm joined by small digital marketing agency owners and solo practitioners just like you. Whether you run your own agency or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, you're in the right place. In this week's episode, I'm speaking to Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing. Ben is focused on helping businesses become more comfortable and effective with video marketing, whether they do it themselves, supported by his courses, podcast or coaching, or he's doing it for his clients through his own agency. So welcome to episode 15 and let's meet Ben. So Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, welcome to the podcast. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, most excitingly, and what you do? Sure, Bob. G'day. Uh, thanks for having having me on the, the show. So yeah, I mean, look, my my story is 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 an interesting one, and and basically what I do is is video content, and I've been doing video content for for businesses and and for people for for many years. Um, brief backstory is I used to teach high school. I used to teach um, high school film and media studies. And about 10 years ago, I, I left I left that to uh, start a video production business um, here in, in my hometown in the Sunshine Coast, Australia. And from there, basically grew that video production business and transitioned into what we now call a video strategy agency, much more focused on the strategy behind video than the actual production component. And then the other avenue to what I do is is my personal brand, um, which I, I think you'll resonate with, Bob, um, based on the conversation we had before we hit record. Uh, and that's under the, under the brand of Engage Video Marketing. And that's really, my mission is to really educate and share best practice around video strategy uh, and using video strategically for, for business owners and entrepreneurs and other video producers. So, uh, so that's kind of the, the short version of where I am today. I think your business is so now. Uh, I was at an event a couple of weeks ago and the topic was content and content marketing. And everyone was talking about lots of different kinds of content, but the conversation kept snapping back to video and how compelling and age engaging it was on the one hand, but also how challenging and difficult it is on the other from a very personal and emotional level. Um, and you must be finding that that sort of up and coming ness of video, um, is really impacting on your business. It's really showing through in the way that things are working for you. Is that something you're finding? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's, you're not alone and, and nobody who's feeling that around around the importance, both the importance of using video online for their business, but also the the overwhelm and the, and the fear and the uncertainty around using video is very real as well. And, you know, I I think we're, we're still at the early early stages when it comes to, to video in, in business marketing strategies, um, because particularly when you think about, you know, how quickly this space has moved, um, you know, when I was in the early stages of my business 10 years ago, YouTube was a thing. It did exist, but it was mostly for, you know, for sharing uh, personal videos. Businesses weren't really utilizing YouTube at all. And YouTube was the only real video contender as far as platforms are concerned. And then you look back to, you know, four or five years ago when video started to come into other platforms like Facebook, 
And then, you know, now you, you, you have native video on LinkedIn over the last, you know, 12 months. So it's a constantly moving space. So it's very easy uh, and common for businesses to feel overwhelmed when it comes to video. Um, and, and that's, you know, obviously what I like to share with people, uh, strategies to help them not feel overwhelmed and to do video the right way um, on the right platforms. I think as agency owners, we're very, very good at promoting our own clients, sometimes not with the right tools, sometimes not on the right platform. But I think as a whole, and I'm generalizing quite badly here, but we often avoid video because it's difficult. Um, we maybe don't have the right skills. We maybe suffer with perfectionism, can't get the right production values. But what I'm quite sure of is in promoting our own agencies, and this is the key difference, not our clients, but our own businesses, as a whole, we will generally avoid video because it's very exposing. You have to be quite vulnerable. Um, and that's crazy when you understand how impactful and powerful it is. What advice would you have for an agency owner really stepping outside their comfort zone and really starting to embrace video? <laughs> well, first of all, I would say uh, I'm with you because, you know, even in my own agency, uh, the the old adage of the cobbler's the cobbler's children have no shoes, I think it is, or the plumber's tap is leaking. Um, you know, that was equally true for us. And, you know, we uh, we didn't have a lot of video in our own content marketing and, and our own uh, agency marketing for a long time because we're focused on the client. You know, we're focused on, um, you know, doing the work we do for our clients. And although we had plans and ideas around using video more effectively and strategically to grow our own business, uh, it, it was always on the back burner. It was always something that we never got around to. So, you know, I, I feel I feel you. I feel where you're coming from, and I, and I get that. Um, you know, I think when it comes to advice, though, it really what it comes down to is looking at ways and understanding ways that you can create content in a way that makes sense for you, your personality, and and your your business. So, video may be the right sort of content for you but for some for some businesses maybe that content marketing needs to be a podcast maybe that content marketing needs to be written blogs you know i uh, although video is is crazy effective um it doesn't necessarily needs to be the f- need to be the first place to to start with content marketing for your own agency however i would say on that that if you if you can bring a, a strategy into place that allows you to create video content that can then be repurposed into other forms of content that, you know, that can be transcribed into a written blog or, or used in rip out the audio and use it as a podcast. You know, video is the best place to start if you're going to repurpose in, into mul- multiple platforms. So yeah, I, I would say just get started, you know, start easy, start using Facebook Live or recording videos on your smartphone. Um, remove the technical barriers because you don't need to worry about the tech because we have that tool in our pocket, which is a high-quality video camera. I like that. Um, making the commitment to do video is one thing, um, but you sit down, the camera's rolling, and you're blank. Uh, one of the things that you speak about on your website is the story and the discovery of that story. How do you work with clients to come up with that story, particularly when you're looking at a long-term commitment uh, or a partnership arrangement? I think the tech and the tools, they're straightforward enough, but what are you going to say when the camera starts rolling? How do you work with clients on that? 
Sure. And this is where it comes back down to strategy. Um, I mentioned before that, you know, the background of my business is in video production, which is making content, you know, like you say, uh, creating uh, a product in a tactical sense, you know, but when it comes to strategy, there's a, there's a great quote that's kind of at the, at the core of everything that we do, both in the agency and, and with Engage Video Marketing is that, uh, it was by Sun Tzu from a book called The Art of War, which is, he says, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Now, obviously, Sun Tzu, it was written 500 years BC and he was writing about military strategy, right, war. But it, I, I think there's nothing truer than how most businesses are approaching content, whether it be video content or any digital marketing content today, and that is they're applying tactics after tactic after tactic without a clear idea of strategy. Now, the strategy is simply the roadmap. And, you know, when we talk about strategy, this is this is how you can start to get clear about what you actually want to be saying in any given piece of content. So the tactics, when they're derived from the strategy, it become much clearer. So, you know, when you think about what am I going to say when I press that record button on a video, you need to bring it first back to having a clear and strategic approach to that piece of content. And that all stems from first and foremost, from knowing your audience, you know. I, I think if you're speaking to your audiences, you know, potentially digital marketing agencies, they probably understand the value of knowing your audience, knowing the audience of their clients. But do they really know the audience of their own business? You know, have they really applied the same process that they apply to, the, to your clients? Are you applying that to your own business? And this is something, again, the plumber's tap was leaking, something that we didn't do uh, until uh, probably about three years ago in my business where we actually physically sat down with my team and we said, let's, let's do this customer avatar thing that we do with our clients. Let's do it for ourselves. <laughs> Why haven't we? And it was a really interesting process. And from that, we started to get more fired up about the content we need to create to talk to those people. And then we started to create some more content, both written blogs and video content for our own business. So, you know, with, I don't know how tactical you want to get here, Bob. We can go, you know, deep into some of this strategy stuff. But when it comes to strategy, it really just starts with understanding the audience and that journey that they go on to buy from you. I think what I'd like to understand, and maybe this will underline things a bit, is when you did start doing things for yourself, what kind of feedback and results did you see? Yeah, so a few things. Um, clarity within my team, you know, for me, I'm the sole director and owner of, of, of my businesses. And, you know, I, I have at various times had a number of staff and we're not a big team, but, you know, uh, varied between, you know, one staff to, to four staff and myself. Um, but the clarity that that process of actually, you know, applying a strategic approach to understanding our audience and mapping out our content strategically the clarity it provided to my team was probably the unexpected win that I got almost immediately because, you know, by collaborating on that process with them, they started to understand who these people are that we're trying to reach, who, who these clients are. And, you know, in my business, I'm, I'm basically sales, you know, I, I'm, I'm the main client contact, the main salesperson, you know, no, no one can sell what we do better than, the owner of the business really right so um 
So I, I knew who we were talking to and I assumed they did, but they didn't, not really. So that was probably the number one win. And then obviously, you know, to be able to start to apply that process and then start to realise that you, when you know who you're talking to, you know what they want, you know what their pains are, um, then we can start to be more strategic about how we can actually address those through content and content marketing. And and that's when we started to, uh, you know, map out ideas for videos we wanted to do. Um, we we started to be a bit more strategic about our own marketing and where we were spending marketing dollars and things like that. So I think it's probably twofold. Like we were more clear on what we had to do to market and we were also this, the team were more on the same page as far as who, who we existed to serve. And how quickly did that translate into inbound inquiries or revenue? Was there anything tangible in terms of results like that? Look, I couldn't give you a tangible figures at this stage. I mean, we, we first kind of started this approach maybe three years ago, but, um, you know, as far as actually starting to be more strategic about our own, our own marketing, um, I would say that the, the tangible results came through, you know, I think content marketing, it's a long game. You know, it's not something that you, you start creating content, you start putting it out there and instantly you, you turn on the leads. It can be for some businesses, obviously, but our, our business is tends to be more of a slow burn sale. So, you know, we've got, particularly over the last three to four years, we've built a very good reputation in our local area and, you know, the word of mouth and, and referral work we get is probably about 70% of, of what we do now um, because of, and I know that this is because of, the thought leadership and the the content that we're putting out there because people are seeing us as, you know, the people behind a brand and people with something to say and something to stand for and something to share. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question there, Bob, but... It absolutely does. And I think people often underestimate the importance of content marketing and the whole referral journey. Uh, and honestly, 70-30 is a very, very good split. One thing I'd like to dig into a little bit is specialization. Your business is a great example of specializing in one slice of the digital marketing spectrum. But what I'm curious is, have you ever been tempted to sort of branch out of that into other areas? That's an interesting question because certainly the temptation is there, um, but it's not something that I'm at all interested in in pursuing um, because obviously the temptation is there because when you when you start to talk to clients not just about the delivery of a product so not just about here's this we, we take a brief we create a video we hand over a video and good luck to you you know you can figure out what to do with it we'll move on to the next creative project um, which is what we used to do as a video production company right and that's what you know our competition primarily continues to do. There are video production companies out there and plenty of them around our area. Um, but, you know, I made a deliberate and very clear decision um, ab about four years ago to to focus on strategy first with our clients. And that means that we're much more invested right from that initial conversation, even before they've become a client, on, you know, what is the right digital strategy to actually grow your business? And obviously, we're going to um, we're going to steer them towards video where it makes sense. Um, and in many cases it does make sense, but 
that said, there are clients who, who we sit down with and at where they're at at that stage of their business, it's kind of, it's not the right time to invest in video. Maybe they actually need to get out there and like build a website for it or something like that. So, you know, video is not always going to be the right answer, but for many cases there are, you know, there is value in bringing video into a marketing strategy and that's, that's where we, we focus and niche into. Now, where that falls down sometimes is when we work with clients and their video strategy is kicking along beautifully, but that's all they're doing from a digital marketing perspective. So, you know, we're posting, you know, videos to their, you know, video blogs to their social channels once a week with a great strategy behind it. Um, you know, it's getting engagement on those videos, you know, some engagement, sometimes lackluster because they're doing nothing else on that channel. Like their Facebook page is basically dormant apart from the fact you know, that video that we're sharing out for them every week. So that's where those sorts of occasions, which has happened, you know, relatively often, unfortunately, um, is where I, I feel like maybe we need to branch out and deliver more. But then I pull it back and I go, we've we got to play in, in, in where, what we know and where we are. Um, and I don't particularly have an interest in um morphing into a full-service digital agency. So what we do do in those cases is we then act as consultants. You know, well, I say we, but this is this is my job. This is what I do is um, I talk to the clients and I say, look, you're investing in video here, but video can't work on, in a silo. You know, you can't be only doing video marketing um, and expect great results. You will get some results, but you need to be uh, you know, investing and looking at ways to improve this aspect and this aspect and this is aspect, and um, and most clients start to realise that and um, pull their socks up and improve in their other aspects as well. But we don't directly do that. We do have some good referral partners that we work with, some some good digital agencies and um, web designers and and other things that you know that we can refer to and, and work closely with. So you know, combined, it often works out. You've answered so many questions there. Um, I think your business, it naturally serves a local audience. And by being niche, you can engage in partnerships much, much more easily. You're not really a threat to potential partners. And that really allows that organic referral relationship to happen much more easily. Um, Mark Schaefer, um, who's a pretty well-known author in the digital marketing space, he wrote a book recently called Known. And he talks about hub content, hero content and hygiene content. And he lays them out in a pyramid with the hero content at the top of the pyramid. And that really ref reflects the proportion in which we're supposed to really look at content marketing. And your business is really focused on the hero content. Hero content, big impact, high production value. It's often video or it's 3D models and animations or it's uh, white papers and things like that. It's hard to produce and high impact. Um, but one of the problems with hero content is if that's all you do, it's really difficult to sustain. Um, and often you, I would use the analogy that you end up singing into a vacuum. Nobody hears you because there are no relationships when all you do is hero content. Um, so you really need that other stuff as well. The hygiene content, that's the stuff we can produce easily all the time. Pictures of Jane with her birthday cake, that kind of thing. Uh, the hygiene content is the curated content, the industry news, that kind of thing. Um, 
I want to dig into Engage Video Marketing now. Um, one thing you've done with Engage Video Marketing is you've taken all the knowledge and experience that you've built up through uh, Innovate Media and you really wrap that into something that allows you to go on a mission educating the whole world about video marketing. Uh, I'd like to understand a little bit about how that came about and where you are with that now. I've reflected on this a few a few times um, and it came about somewhat organically. Um, probably in reality, it probably came from me just starting to build an interest um, maybe five years ago in podcasts. So I was listening to podcasts. I hadn't really heard about podcasts before that time. And I started listening to a few podcasts in the marketing and digital marketing and, and online business space. And, um, you know, I, that became my uh, my content that I consumed um, on my morning run or in the car, um, whatever. So from podcasting, I started to realize this, the value of personal branding and the value of um, sharing information, both from a ability to build a real business behind that, but also, um, you know, being able to uh, become a thought leader or, or put your ideas into the world in a way that can help other people. And from, you know, that combined with, I guess, the shifts we were making in, in Innovate Media in the, in the video agency around, um, you know, how we were starting to approach things differently. I, I had conversations, just organic, natural conversations with other video producers in my network, people who I was either contracting some work to or, or that sort of thing. And, and I was talking to them about video strategy that we were applying in our business and they were like, and they had no idea. They were, they were just focused on the craft, the creating of the content. What next, what was the next camera they were going to buy or, or, you know, how are they going to get the most cinematic, beautiful shot? Um, but they weren't thinking strategically. They were leaving that to agencies or digital marketing agencies. And, and um, I saw a real gap there because video producers, they're, they're a dime a dozen these days, you know, sorry to any video producers out there, but the barrier to entry now has disappeared as far as you can buy a, um, you know, DSLR camera for, you know, a couple of hundred dollars and it produces beautiful high definition or probably many of them now 4K video content um, and it looks beautiful. You know, the image you can get out of the camera is beautiful just straight out of the box. So creating great cinematic um beautiful video content is not that hard i mean obviously there are different levels there but you know when you talk about you know marketing for a small business they don't know the difference you know between something that's shot on that camera or that camera it doesn't matter right someone who's had 20 years experience in the industry or someone who's had two months experience in the industry it, they often can't tell the difference when it comes to the content alone right so strategy is where I believe video producers need to differentiate because those business owners are coming straight to the videographer or the person with the video, the best video camera in their local area, right, and saying, I need a video. And that person's producing a video for them, but no one is even talking about the strategy or what to do with that video when they've got it. And I was hearing this from multiple places, from, from video producers around me, and I was like, I, I, need, to, I need to share what I what I know with you guys, you know, I've been spending the last couple of years really upskilling and educating myself around digital marketing strategy and video strategy. And, and you guys need to know this stuff. 
and I felt really strongly about that. So it just led to a natural progression of um, of launching a personal brand, and it, it wasn't an accident. I did have strategy behind it, you know, thinking that you know one day I I may you know be able to monetize that in some way, um, but certainly you know monetization wasn't the uh, the goal in the in the beginning. I I started. I wrote an ebook, um, which kind of mapped out our our process for video strategy. It was called the Video Producers Blueprint for Online Video Strategy, and I just put it out there, and people started writing back and saying, "Loved it. Um, learned so much. Can you tell me more?" And it kind of just went from there. So I kind of I felt like I needed needed to. Um, create that content and put it out there. And as I've done so, and the feedback has come back, um, I feel like I need to keep doing it. You know, so I, I guess that's that's the inception of the personal brand. Yeah. When you talk about podcasting and video and things like that, there's one topic that always comes up, and that's imposter syndrome. There are lots of psychological barriers you need to cross before you start doing, well, before you start feeling comfortable with these things. With this being your craft, you'll probably know more than most uh, about imposter syndrome. But did that being your craft save you from imposter syndrome or did you struggle with that just like the rest of us? I still do. Um, you know, to be completely honest with you, Bob, I, I still deal with imposter syndrome and I feel it almost with every piece of content I create. Um, you know, the listeners of this podcast um you know may go and check out what i'm doing on youtube and realize that i'm not consistent with my own youtube content um the one thing i am consistent with is podcasting which is strange for a video person right but i, I do find podcasting as a content creation something that i is more natural to me and it's also from a workflow perspective something that i can um, produce more easily uh and maybe that's got to do with that imposter syndrome because the video content that I do want to create uh, and have created for my personal brand, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be crap, you know. Um, I want it to be well produced because of, you know, video is my thing. So that then does take time and, uh, you know, when we do create content, video content, it's um, it's either me or or my my production team, uh, you know, my, my editor in the office who is, who is tasked with pulling that content together and same thing if if he needs to be doing client work i can't be getting other things through so it, part of my plan is to start to streamline that and get and get more content out more regularly um through improving our processes and team but back to your question around imposter syndrome yeah i feel it with every piece of content but what has made it easier is doing this for a while now um i've been doing various things under my personal brand and creating content, putting it out there for three years. And the feedback that you get, you know, when people are reaching out to you and saying, you know, thank you for that, or that really helped me, or, or this has helped me achieve this, you know, the people that you're creating content for and aiming to impact through your personal brand, I think that that's what keeps keeps me going. Do you remember the first time somebody you'd never heard of got in touch with you as a result of hearing a podcast? Uh, well, people who went early on in this uh, podcasting game, um, like yourself, Bob, <laughs> um, 
will probably be disheartened to know that I was uh, podcasting for probably about eight or nine months before I had any direct feedback from someone who I didn't previously have a connection with. Um, so about eight or nine months into the podcast was, um, and quite simply, it was a LinkedIn connection request from someone saying, um, love your podcast and would love to connect here on LinkedIn. And I had no idea who that person was. So, um, it, you know, it was as, as uninspiring a piece of feedback as that. Um, however, obviously, since then, there has been um, much more. You know, I've had people uh, shoot me video messages completely out of the blue, just, um, you know, talking about the ebook and the podcast and, you know, how it's helped them kind of start to really understand video strategy and start to grow their business. And, you know, I've had people uh, who have reached out and even before I even offered this, um, said, can I, you know, pay you to coach me on some, some of this stuff? Um, and that then prompted me to put together an offer around um, some one-on-one -on -one coaching. So it just organically kind of led into that. And, um, yeah, so it, but it takes a while, you know. You've got to be consistent and you've got to just know that. Just think about the person that you're impacting and know they're out there. Thanks so much. I've got so much out of talking to you. Video marketing is my next big challenge, uh, and I will admit to some pretty selfish questioning, so apologies to my listeners. Um, your online courses are online now, and I will link to them in the show notes. Uh, but if people want to connect with you online, how would you like them to do that? Yeah, look, probably the best place is is um, my personal brand home, which is engagevideomarketing.com. Uh, links there to everything that um that i'm that i'm doing under that brand obviously if you are in australia innovatemedia.com.au uh, and we do work with businesses all around australia um, on their video strategy and video production so certainly happy and interested to chat to people who are who are in that space but the online video strategy blueprint course is is coming out in january or, or has been launched in january so if that's something that is of value to your listeners then then jump in on that and uh of course if you do have more room on your listening dial on your podcast the engaged video marketing podcast um so i'm a podcaster too and 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 love love chatting to people we'll have to get you on bob on the podcast as well oh anytime and if anyone in the northern hemisphere wants to be really really jealous go and check out ben's instagram my god it's just sunny all the time it just makes me want to cry <laughs> It is, and it's crazy hot at the moment. Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, you have been a fantastic guest. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, really can't say thank you enough. Thanks, Bob. I loved speaking to Ben. Not only did I bask in a little of his reflected Australian sunshine, I was also really inspired to commit to doing a bit more video myself this year and hope you were too. Ben's also a great case study in making the time to diversify through productization. It won't happen on its own, you have to make that time. If you run a digital agency or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, then I have something for you. I'd love you to download my short agency playbook, The Six Keys to Unlock Success in Your Digital Agency. It's yours for free. Just visit my website at bobgentle.com and grab your copy there. As always, please do take just a moment to review the show on iTunes. It's the very best way to spread the word about the show, and it really means a lot to me when you do. My name's Bob Gentle. Thanks again to Ben for making the time. Don't forget to check out 
Engage Video Marketing online and Ben's courses. And as always, thanks to you for listening. See you next time.